Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Thursday's episode of a Terry Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I'm joined by Duncan Mackay. Hello. And Gary Cocker. Good evening. Now, this is the last day before the transfer window, but because there's stuff happening right now, there's going to stuff happen tomorrow, it's going to be out of date very quickly, we can't really do stuff based on that. I mean, we could, but it would be an absolute shambles. Yeah, probably. And we'd look very and stupid. a waste of your time. Yeah. So instead, we're going to do stuff around about transfers, uh, but stuff that's maybe going to have a little more kind of hang time, a little more staying power, and that is look at players who will still be available for some sort of future transfer, even after the window shuts, and that's players on expiring contracts. So we've set about making a team of the best players on expiring expiring contracts. Now, I've just put together a team of the best. Have you guys done the same? Sort I've done of. of the best. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've done done sort of the best. Like oh, sort <laughs> of the best. Some of the best, as in from one from each team, because otherwise right. it'd be ridiculous. Like you know, it wouldn't be ridiculous actually. But it's um, not actually. I think I've covered most of the teams here. <laughs> there's a lot of shit out there that's uh, that's available for. Um, that sounds like a bit of a lethargic Rangers PR pitch. Instead of simply the best, what about just sort of the best? Sort of the best. Better than most of the rest. Um, I have got two teams, so I have one. Uh, which I think is the best players available. Let's just, Although, go, for the, let's just go for the best available. We can have okay. an argument over who's who. Okay. So Duncan, sorry, but you've fucked it. <laughs> I really I do to instruction at the yeah. best of times. So, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I really want to talk through my innovative three-five-one-one system. Oh, God, but, uh, I've got 4-4-2, four, four, Gary. 4-4-2. Four, four, Good. Right, you're, Duncan, you're 4-4-2 four, four, now as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of make that work. <laughs> Reposition. No, you just... can't really... How, how are you getting 4-4-2 four, four, out? There's you're no, just going to have to do this there's, no slide, good scent, there's no good centre-half. No, there's not. You've got three. 
No, I want a basal plane and a right back and a left back. Okay. <laughs> right. This team doesn't have to make sense. No, clearly. Right, uh, we're getting goals. Who's your goalkeeper, Gary? This was actually quite a difficult one. Yes. Because there's quite a few good goalies and it depends. Now, I, I, I thought, so I got to goalkeeper, then I got to right back and I was thinking, oh, this team's going to be really good. And then. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, then it no. fell apart. And then no. um, So I have gone with Craig Gordon of Celtic. Okay. Assuming that this team that I'm pulling together is not one, you know, this is not a sort of a legacy project team. Um, so if it was, I might have, say, put in Vaclav Kladke. He was oh. my keeper. He was my choice. Mm-hmm. Do you think is better than Gordon? Uh, maybe, maybe. Like, I know that's not great audio, but like um, <laughs> to take that long to think about yeah, it, well, saying maybe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's more potential. As what most Scottish clubs mm. sign on potential, as opposed to what yeah. is uh, what you're going to so, get. So you think Gordon's better than Hadke right now? Uh, probably if I had like, you know, again I think it's yes. quite tough because Gordon's not played really in, yeah, uh, yeah. Depends right how you want, year, again it depends on how you want to play like if you want to do a, a Stendhal uh, game then a, a guy who loves to poleaxe people uh, 40 yards from the goal then maybe not maybe Craig Gordon's not for you he's never been sent off didn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I went for Gordon I think there were quite a few goalkeepers you could have chosen you mentioned uh, Hladke um, there was at least Thomas Cherney still kicking about. Well, that pick yeah. was uh, Mark Gillespie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you think back, uh, Celtic wanted to sign Trevor Carson before yeah. he came down with uh, deep stream vein thrombosis, and I think Gillespie's better than Carson, and I think they're both better than Scott Bain. So I think it would stand to reason that they are actually that Mark Gillespie could actually be better than Craig Gordon. I think Hearts should Hearts, let's talk about Hearts wanting Gordon. I think it'd be great if Hearts got Gillespie. He's out of contract. Mm-hmm. Why or, not? Or Vladke. <laughs> or Vladke. I think he's uh, stated that he doesn't want to stay in Scotland. But I'm, right, I'm right in thinking that Carson recently signed a new deal with Motherwell. He might Despite done. the fact Gillespie's that he's not. technically... Well, but that's did, what I mean yeah. is that you know Motherwell already know that they've got Carson signed up for... Yeah, I think he did sign a new one, didn't he? Um, so, it's out there. Um, one other goalkeeper that I have... So I've done a second eleven. Which is not totally different players. We'll just get to this at the end. Okay. 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 Right. Let's move on to right back. I love the fact that none of us have done this. (laughs) We've all taken different. Well, it means that the people at home can take their own approach as well. I've got. I've got a player that could sign for each club as well. (laughs) Right back, uh, Stephen O'Donnell, Scotland. Stephen O'Donnell. Yep, Stephen O'Donnell. He's a clear winner. Uh, Not for me, (laughs) because I was doing this for one pair of person, and so I went with uh, Aaron McGowan from Aggies. But if you were really picking the best right back, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a few. There's McGowan, Richard Tate, Marcus Fraser, Paul McGinn, who are all in the kind of second tier, uh, like of kind of below O'Donnell in terms of quality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Paul McGinn signing, Duncan? Which looks like it's going to happen. <laughs> Having agreed a five-figure fee. With Five money. figures is could be ten thousand. Could, could be ninety-nine thousand. Um, I'm glad to see that we're using Ron Gordon's money wisely. <laughs> I think he's decent. Do I want to be spending money on Paul McGinn? Not so much. To keep it in the family, though. What's that? We've got we've got probably got t-shirts. We've probably got McGinn's t-shirts to sell somewhere. Is it is it 
possible that you're just signing Paul McGinn so that John McGinn can come watch more games and Hibbs's social media output can talk more about John McGinn? Me and Tony were talking about this on Tuesday at the, uh, the Dunyanite game and we were saying we essentially are signing him in the hope that he scores in the derby on the third and then we can bring back the John McGinn song. I mean, that, that's essentially it. Like. <laughs> okay, who's your left back? I have done what Neil Lennon's done and I've decided that Johnny Hayes can punch as a left back because this is an attacking team this is a team with well I've got Johnny Hayes but I don't have him at left back my left back is Andy Halliday (laughs) (laughs) intriguing (laughs) tell us more I think Halliday do you genuinely think he's the best left back as opposed to who Johnny Hayes I've got Hayes for the forward but he's just so he has to work twice as hard I think Andy Halliday he's, he's kind of well he's fallen away he's this much season because, maligned he's, he? he's fallen away this season because Bono Barsic is undoubtedly Rangers left back now and plays just about every game so, so and undoubtedly a better player than yeah, Andy yeah, Halliday he's yeah, done yeah. that but he's not on an expiring contract yeah, yeah. So yeah. I know, no, no, pointless <laughs> no but you're making it seem like oh it's just because Barsic has been playing quite well no, well he's yeah undo- I mean, he's, that, that is why because last season Halliday played a, a reasonable amount of games and I think outperformed John Flanagan in the position and I think even last season looked better than Barisic for a lot of games uh, Barisic has clearly emerged this season and is definitely the better player but I don't think Halliday's that bad I think he's been a little unlucky this year that the guy who's taken his place in the team who previously looked shit has actually been Rangers one of their I don't know three or four well, best players this he's season. managed to improve to the extent that he's getting touted for a move to Roma yeah so uh, and I think I think Andy Halliday is much maligned uh, he's, a, he's a decent enough player he's not brilliant but I mean he's probably not going to be the worst player on this team for me in fact he's definitely not he is quite funny to piss out but uh, I'm not going to let that cloud my judgement you clearly have yeah of course centre backs centre back no you're picking two (laughs) I'm making you pick two I'll go Charles Dunn Dunn and no on his own I'll just I don't know I'll I'll see you I'll hear we're making you pick a 4-4-2 Duncan just fucking do it (laughs) Spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> I'll give you my centre back pairing. So uh, I've gone with, I was about to say Paul Hartley, Peter Hartley. I've got Peter Hartley. Motherwell. The other one's a wee bit more out there. As you mentioned, there's a bit of a dearth of centre backs out of contract. Yes. So I've picked someone who I think, along with Hartley, can just basically assault any strikers that okay. they're coming up against. So I've gone with Alexander Gogic. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't hate it I do hate it I don't like Gogic as a centre half I think he's better in midfield although I don't actually have him in my midfield <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like him that much but, no but I like the other midfielders better yeah uh, yeah that's, uh, nah I'd uh, <laughs> I would I've, my other centre half is Ricky Lamin Livingston mm-hmm. yeah. versatile as well uh, backups Clever Dickamona Charleston yeah. but I Peter Hartley's had... definitely a better centre half than Charleston yeah Dicamona was the other one that I was thinking of, but I was just thinking, if I was a manager, like, he's not had that much game time mm-hmm. lately. Um, I mean, that's actually going to totally contradict who I've got at right mid, but never mind. I think Dicamona gets a bit of a rough time. People just assume he's a bomb scare and he does have his moments, but he's not really been that fault for many goals in the Hearts jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, compared to Christoph Berra. I said Dicamona has these moments where he, he fucks up, but it never actually seems to lead to a goal. Berra fucked up, it was a goal. Which is a talent in itself. Yeah. Right. Duncan, who's your second centre half? 
Oh, or your utility midfield player who's going to get shunted back Aye. there. <laughs> not, not any of the three midfielders have got listed. This involves a huge rebuilding of my squad. Um, Just pick one of the names we said. Gary McKenzie's also available. I'll let's, let's have a Motherwell partnership then, Hartley. Uh, Hartley, not the most ball playing staff, but you got more of that in the team. That's, that's, what, that's what my entire midfield is. <laughs> right, okay, fair enough. Duncan seems in the relegation battle. <laughs> 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 it's not. This is built for. This is not built for uh, comfort. <laughs> right, right midfield. No. Chris Park. Yeah, I've got Chris Park. Burt was the obvious one. The only other one I was going to throw out there just for a bit of conversation was Dre Wright at St Johnson. Yeah, he's obviously he, had bad luck with yeah. injuries. I don't um, think he's been as good this season. I don't think he's been as good since he came back. I've, I've got him playing behind my striker. Mm-hmm. So, on a winger, you've played as a... Is he the one that... <laughs> I can't wait no, to see how this looks like. I'm going to see him interchange with my left midfielder. So that was, that was my, okay. that's my plan. <laughs> I thought about this team far too much and then lost, run, lost a run of myself. <laughs> so... Chris Park, yeah, he's, he's a bit selfie. He got six assists in a game. Like, yeah. you can't... against Queen's Park, but yeah. It can only be what's in front of you. Yeah, he got. Uh, what did he score against Hearts? Was it a hat trick? Or was it scored two and set up one? Mm. So he's still showing that he's got it this season. Probably one of Kelly's better attackers this campaign. He looks much better now without being bald as well, I thought. Yeah, he's one of the guys that kind of suits it. He looked weirder with the, with the blonde hair. Cause he's no, he's, he's grown his hair back now, though. He's not bald. Was it not? No, was it not? I'm pretty sure was I watching the wrong highlights then. I don't know. Oh. I didn't see the highlights of the Queen's Park game. <laughs> You're getting a mix-up with the current cup. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, left midfield. So I've, got jo- I've got Johnny Hayes here, as I've mm-hmm. already mentioned. I've got Stephen Lawless. I've got Stephen Lawless. Him and Dre Wright will be like... That's rubbish. Sounds rubbish. I mean, it's not a great team. <laughs> There's a reason why these guys have not got contracts for next yeah. season. <laughs> Lawless, I mean, I- bad. Lawless, to be fair, Lawless has been decent enough for Livingston. He's been yeah. better for them than he was at Park Festival. Yeah, but wait till you hear what I've got in the what, what, what I've got anchored my midfield in the middle. Like the three, three. And I have to say, I quite like you didn't like my left sided defender. I quite like the left side of my team. I've got Andy Halliday, got Johnny Hayes. Hands across the divide. There's going yeah. to be some overlapping going on there and or brawling, tucking back as well. Johnny Hayes, you go this time, Andy. Or they're just going to fight and yeah, be looking. scuffling around yeah. at the corner flag. Johnny Hayes was my suggestion for who, out of all the out-of-player contracts, Rangers should sign. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Set them in field off. I have gone... These were, all right, were a decent group of these without anybody being brilliant. There were a lot of different pairings that you could have gone with, depending on what you were looking for. I have just gone with Gary Dicker, who I'm assuming is in... Your teams as well, Hopefully Duncan's. No, because no, I Chris no. Burke. So I was, I was oh, you were working on totally arbitrary rules. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I've got Dicker and I've gone with Slivka from Hibs as well. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that you would have Slivka. So. <laughs> my, midfield, my midfield three is McKinta, oh, no. Slivka, Jason Holt, and Frank Ross. That's fucking horrible. Frank Ross! Frank Ross! Have you seen who Aberdeen have got? They've got no one decent coming out of contract. No, they've got Fadke. I want a good keeper. This team's going to... You could have picked Ryan Flynn, though. That'd be better. If you had had Thomas Journey and goals and Ryan Flynn midfield, that's better than Fadke and Frank Ross. I think Frank Ross is going to come on to a good game. (laughs) You could pick Frank Ross out of a line-up. I know I did, because I googled him today. (laughs) (laughs) Because originally I thought he was a striker. (laughs) 
Midfielder. No, no, centre midfielder. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I've told you it's Megan. <laughs> what a team! Right, I've gone for Ryan Flynn, who's been very good this season. Mm-hmm. Kind of as a deeper, originally thought of as a kind of winger, and started on the wing when he went to Sitman, but was shit. Uh, and they've kind of turned him into a deep line kind of midfielder, and he's very good there. So, and he could be the legs for Dicker, who. From kind of recent killer reports, they've been struggling a little in the set of the park because they've tried to go with a two, and it, now at the age of I think he's thirty-three, he maybe doesn't quite have the pace to to struggle with kind of balls in behind them and uh, kind of chasing the action. So if they two just sit, I've got plenty of plenty of attacking options down the width. We're just going to be all with getting balls in the box. As you said, there's a lot of other options there. I see that one of the ones that you had as a backup was Murray Davidson. Yes, um, surely he's. Broken beyond words now. I could go a three-man midfield here and go with Gary Dicker sitting, Murray Davidson and Mohamed El Makrini. Don't hate it. Just a body, absolutely. I mean, nobody would be safe in that <laughs> midfield. They'd just be kicking everybody. It'd be great. You could also have a, a Lewis Spence and Ross Callaghan pairing. Have <laughs> <laughs> you felt like it? No, no. the team is bad enough. You could have Liam Craig in there as well. No, no, no. okay. Never mind. Um... Yep, I've got a horrible feeling that my midfield might get a little bit overrun, but I'm all right with that. Okay. Because it's all about attacking from the front. Okay. And I've got Chris Long. I've got Chris Long as well. But I've also gone with Mikel Miller. Ah, right. See, mm. I, I, I see that you've gone with... Yeah, I'm going to see Mikel Miller as a winger now, so he's my backup to Johnny Hayes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've gone for an Arakis player I've gone for Steve Davies who I thought Gary might have went for since he's I, a good I personal friend of himself a close personal friend I went, I went friend of McGowan because I've had chatted to him yeah. I did think about going with Steve Davies because you could see that he would be that sort of tent pole up at the top yep. who would get the ball and uh, like I was saying my team's all about the crosses so yeah. just basically yeah. be aiming at his head or girth yeah. uh, to knock down for Chris Long yeah. but guy. he does take the squad number 8 though which I don't really approve of I know you should pull pull them up on that. I really should have. Never mind. I've always uh, wondered, and I'm going to ask this if I get an opportunity next time at football. Have, when it's like a decision between like minimal amounts of money difference and like probably in the same town or reason or whatever, does training kit come into it? Like, would you sign with a team just because they've got Nike as opposed to like Admiral? I always thought that, but, I thought, but maybe that's just me. Like, if you would it not make a difference. I mean, it might like if if you're really arbitrary about these things. Yeah, and, I just know. thought when I was watching Shrewsbury Liverpool the other day, I was like, I can't imagine going into every day having to wear a fucking admiral, <laughs> oh, like area. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would care. I'm, I'm going to find the footballers that do. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I could picture you know Gray Wright, Stephen Lawless, Mikel Miller, you know, just good team rubbish. <laughs> but, but the whole point is as Duncan said earlier these are all guys who are out of contract for a and, and that is why my forward is a man who's just been loaned today to League One <laughs> oh, uh, no. Stephen McLean <laughs> there weren't that many options at Even, like, this is the problem is that when you start to just do one from each team and then, uh, but well, now, you didn't have to do that you weren't supposed to do that well yeah it served me right for not reading my text properly <laughs> but so, it'd be a stressful day Right, I think we can agree my team's the best here. Alright, it's not a competition, but um, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my the other team that I mentioned that I had 
which was one from each. I, I, no, before, sorry, before we get to that, I know, I know you're dying to say this team, <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, what ask? Where do you think this team would finish in the league? Read out to us again. So we've got where yours would or where ours would. No, where mine would. So Mark Gillespie in goals, mm-hmm. back four of Stephen O'Donnell, Ricky Lamy, Peter Hartley, and Andy Halliday. Mm-hmm. A midfield four of Chris Burke, Ryan Flynn, Guy Dicker, and Johnny Hayes. And a front two of Steve Davis and Chris Long. Although I would be willing to swap out Davies for Murray Davidson. You don't need to do that. Okay. Um, Who are they being managed by? Is it you or? Say it's by an average top flight manager. So. Jack Ross. Jack Ross. <laughs> no, you said average. Um, I think that team. I would go with. Seventh. I think it's top six. I would go with sixth, but a very distant sixth. So the top five would be, you know, I, I would pitch them as being the best of seventh. A middle more points than sixth. So let me, yeah. right, So let me put it to you though. So right. So Gillespie, O'Donnell, Lamy, Hartley, Halliday, Burke, Flynn, Dicker, Hayes, Davis, and Long. Is that much worse than but the Burke mother? Than Gillespie, <laughs> Grimshaw, Hartley, Gallagher, Carroll. But it's, it's about, Paul, Paul it's, Campbell, Donnelly, Scott, Long, and okay, my, okay, okay. My question to you on this is: who's who's producing your social media videos? Because that's <laughs> <laughs> it's you. No, it's me. Yeah. Then you're finishing eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I think? Is that that much worse than the mother, actual Motherwell team that would, who are third place right now? But they've been adding to it gradually, whereas what yeah. you're doing is getting 11 players and just oh, chucking them in together. So I've it would take them a few like, months to build up uh, that understanding. I've got a clear game plan here. You're yeah. taking them to Gullen Link. <laughs> Gullen Links for pre-season training. Well, um, that's I'm going to say, I'm, I'm putting this team fifth. Well, well it's good you. to see that you think your team is better than me. <laughs> I think I've done a great job. Um, I would say that my team would finish ninth. Okay. I would say that they would be safe from relegation, but they would have very clear and obvious errors that the following season's manager would have to fix. 11th and they'd win the playoffs. Quick, quick question, who's the single best player on this list, on these lists? Who's, if, you had, if you were in charge of a club and you got to pick one to sign, That's, yeah. and you were allowed to have, didn't matter what kind of club you were, whatever, you were allowed, the player couldn't have a say, had to sign. I would take Johnny Hayes. Probably Oli Bazanich. <laughs> um, I mean, I would take Hayes because obviously you know everyone knew him initially as a winger, but he's now been not necessarily repurposed, but he can be used at left back as well. So that means that you've then got the two options. So you might have two spots in your team that you're looking to fill or improve upon. Um, I think purely because we've not seen him a lot for Celtic, people have forgotten about just how quality he was at Cali and then at Aberdeen. That's not a bad shout. I think it's him, O'Donnell, O'Donnell, one of the goalkeepers. Yeah. We've yeah. never mentioned Weiss Fodenham as well, who's also mm-hmm. in the Yeah. I think uh, what goes against O'Donnell has just been a, a fullback. This is, is not something to get excited about. Whereas yeah. he, like, Hayes has got, has played fullback, but is more normally a left midfielder. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. probably the pick of the bunch. Right, Gary, finally give us your team before we move on. Um, so I've got one so this, this Your team would go up against my team. I suppose it would, yeah. yeah. So read out your team again. Vladke, McGowan, Dunn, Hayes at the back. A midfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of the Gary's team. 
I'm a field of Burke, Slivka, Holt, Ross, Lawless. <laughs> Dre Wright behind Steve McLean. <laughs> How can you claim you put much time in so this? What, what, team, what teams did you miss out of that? Because whichever Ross team, County. Ross County, right. So, so you've got Kettlewell and Ferguson. Man, managed them. by Kettlewell okay. and Ferguson. So I've got West Fordham room and goals. Right. Uh, back four of Ricky Foster, Johnny Hayes, Peter Hartley, and Clever Dicamona. He's playing already. A midfield I mean, of that is quite good defence. <laughs> <laughs> a midfield of Dre Wright, Stephen Lawless, Gary Dicker, and Vikinta Slivka. And I don't like the centre two, but front two: Mikael Miller and Cody Cook, and they are managed by Derek McInnes. Kind of falls apart and following the forwards you get, but yeah, that team stayed up. Uh, Duncan's team is not. If this was, it's going to stay up in the playoffs, guaranteed. No, they're going to get beat Battles. by these guys on penalties. That defence you've got is horrific. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> horrific. Or exciting. No, horrific. It's worse than the Rangers back three that ended the 5-1 game against Celtic with the back three was Lee Wallace, James Tavernier and Joey Button. It's worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> and now Duncan's been put in this place. <laughs> okay, let's move on, shall we? Uh, before we get to the next game in our Scotland countdown, number 41, believe yes. that. Duncan, you've done us up a wee quiz, haven't I've you? I've got a quiz. Oh, it's back. No. It's back. Uh, so it's the same format as last week's Patreon to those that listened. If you don't, then that's a perfect opportunity to go and subscribe and you find out how Craig Farrell got on against Tony Anderson. Craig won. Um, <laughs> Very well. Quite comfortable. Yes. So we've got three rounds. Uh, rounds Tony, Tony being unable to name a single Rangers player from ten years yeah. ago was quite something. So we've got uh, we've got three rounds. Two are name the teams and another is uh, you'll see okay. soon enough. Okay. So uh, the round one is from a friendly at the turn of the century and it's Scotland versus France took place on March the 29th 2000 no at Hampden Park alright and France won 2-0 so I want you to name the Scotland and the French team we'll turn about players you lose a life uh, if you don't get one right uh, if you get and I'm looking forward to starting 11 and players came on as a sub if you choose a sub not used then you have another shot you don't lose a life okay who's going first so yeah who's going first <laughs> Gary uh, you can go first what Gary. was the year, say the year 2000 2000, 2000. It's 2000. 2000. so this is just after we've not qualified yeah, yeah. Cool. for uh, we've been beaten by England in the playoffs and reached mm. Euro 2000 France have won the World Cup and are on their way to win that later that summer win okay. Euro 2000 right. um, got it yeah there's two players that immediately spring to mind there's one that's more of a risk, so I'm leaving him for now. You've got three lives, remember? I know, okay. but okay. still, <laughs> I'm going to need them. Uh, Davy Weir. You lose life. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Right, uh, I'll go Christian Daly. Correct. Right, Rob Douglas. You lose a life. <laughs> Gary, he, he was g- the goalie in the playoffs. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't even on the bench. For fuck's sake! Uh, right, right um, this is like it's Scotland versus France, Gary. You don't have to name Scott. You don't have to name uh, just Scotland. Oh, David Trezeguet, Craig Fowler, you lose a life. Oh, yes. Marcel Desailly. Because a friendly. Correct. It could be any bunch of jobbers in this shite. Uh, Neil McCann. Neil McCann came on as a sub, correct? Yes. For 
someone else that I was just about to name, but I won't because <laughs> he's not because no one said him so far. Emmanuel Petit is correct. Thousand. So that was yeah. Uh, Thierry Henry is correct. He scored in the ninetieth minute. He retired. Come on, Gary, you're gonna have to be quicker. It's not good audio. Tom Boyd. Well, well done, Gary. You just uh, put further into lead. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Uh, Boyd. The, so, the Scotland team that day Neil Sullivan, defence of Paul Ritchie, Christian Daly, Colin Hendry. I, I was going to say Paul Ritchie as well. I think, this was a back, I think that was maybe a back three. Or, otherwise, or no, actually, no. The back four, because playing right back that night was Paul Telfer. Ah! Uh, I Midfield, Barry Ferguson, Don Hutchinson, Colin Cameron and Callum Davidson. And up front, Kevin Gallagher and Billy Dodds. The subs used were Neil McCann, uh, Stephen Presley, Alan Johnson and Mark Burchill. The subs not used, Russell Anderson, John Gold and Gary Naismith. Mm. The French team that day, I mean, they had the jobber and goals, uh, Rami, I never heard of them, but Chiram, Desai, Blanc, Lisa Razou, uh, Ludovic Julie. Deschamps, Petit, Djorkaev, Dugaray, Henri, subs used, Wiltord, Miku, Vieira, Pires, and subs not used, Frank Leboeuf, Letice, Rangers Link, and uh, Martin Tijoux. I thought Deschamps retired after the World Cup. I thought like he retired as well, the winning well, captain, but okay, no. Well, afraid not. Never right, mind. so now we go on to round two. A chance for a guy to salvage himself with... Uh, not so happening, he'll, okay. he'll, go, he'll go first again for this. Uh, last week we played Brecon City or River City. Mm-hmm. This week it's Son of the Rock or Rock Sun. So is this a player that's played for Dumbarton or is the son of a rock star? <laughs> yes, I like it. So... I can't lose. Guy Cocker. <laughs> Levi Evans. Is he a son of the rock or a rock son? Levi Evans. Rock son. Is correct. Levi Evans is the son of the edge. There you go. So, 1-0. Craig Fowler. Joe Coyle. Is he a son of the rock son or of the a rock? rock? That's correct. He's a wing half, played between 1977 and 85. <laughs> of course. It's good to see this is just a coin toss. Harry Chatton. Harry Chatton. Oh, he's, he's definitely a son of the rock. He is right. He's a right back. Two spells at Dumbarton. Remember him well. <laughs> Robert Ritchie. Is he a son of the rock or mm-hmm. a rock son? Rock son. Robert Ritchie. Is, is, is our rock son he is the son of Kid Rock cool this is going better than last week uh, Tom Carson is Tom Carson a son of the rock or a rock Ooh, son what's tough one son of the rock he is a son of the rock he was a goalkeeper between 1984 and the 91-92 season Duncan Jones is he a son of the rock or a rock son rock's son that is correct. He's David Bowie's son. I kind of thought that when you said Jones. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's a few options here with Jones yeah. going up. Kenny Jenkins. Is he a son of the rock, Gary? Or is he a rock son? Rock son. He's a son of the rock. Oh. <laughs> Kenny Jenkins is a midfielder from 1968 to 72. Oh, an object for further to go in front here. Sean Kimster. Is Sean Kimster 
He's son of the rock or a rock son? He is a son of the rock. Oh, he's missed. Oh, no. <laughs> Sean Kinister is the son of Lemmy. Okay. As you are. As you are. Uh, Gary, Hugh Hara. Hugh Hara is Hugh Hara, a son of the rock or a rock son? He's a son of the rock. He is the centre half who played for Dumbarton between 1962 and 1967. That could have gone one or two ways. Uh, They'll all go one or two ways, you yeah. <laughs> Someone's feeling the pressure. Fowler, Stanley Jones. Is Stanley Jones a son of the rock or a rock son? A rock son. You're correct, yes. He is the oh, no. son of Nicky Wire. Oh, right. Oh. So, last final. Where this is this is the last two. Guy okay. Jim Dempsey is Jim Dempsey a son of the rock or a rock son? TikTok, TikTok. He is the he is a son of the rock. You are correct. Which means it all comes down to this. It could be a draw again, or Fowler could miss. This is a design penalty. Elliot Subner is he a son of the rock or a rock son? Uh, uh, rock son. Yeah, he's correct. He is the son of Sting. Oh! So that's a draw, again. Damn it. We're going to have to work out next time and make it harder. <laughs> uh, so, Fowler looks like he'll be on to retain his winning record if uh, if he does anything. If You're basically winning one and a half to a half. So, Gary can only draw. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. I don't know why I'm not... I'm Do not, you well like, explain that? Yeah, I know. Richard Osman, I ain't. Um, so round three, name the lineups again. This is from a Scotland game from 15 years ago. Uh, it was at the San Siro where Scotland lost 2 0 to Italy. Okay. Obviously. I, I don't know why I paused on <laughs> where I was playing. 2 0 to Mexico. To <laughs> and then I put a note in here saying that a player missed something, uh, missed a shot chance, and that would give you the one straight away. But Gary, it's your advantage. Uh, you go first. Can you name three lives? Come on, Gary. There they are. Stop it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. Um, Talk us through your, your. Okay, so 2005 is what I'm looking at. I don't want to give anything away about what we're looking at in the future, but I'm going to rely a little bit on that for some help here. So I'm going to go with Gary Teal. No. <laughs> oh! uh, Kenny Miller. Correct. The player who missed the chance. Yes. Yep. Still furious about that. Yep. Um, in goal, Neil Alexander. My d- <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> this is incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> What's even more? Uh, no, I'll not. I'll not spoil it. But right, yeah, um, yeah. Andrea Pirlo is correct. Scored twice, didn't he? Yes. I'm going to take that route now because the only success I had in the last round was with French players so Fabio Cannavaro is correct in 2005 Alessandro Del Piero incorrect you lose a life fuck yes Francesco Totti is correct damn it Um, Stephen Presley correct Gary Naismith is correct Right, who is in the fucking... Oh, Bruno Gattuso. Correct. Uh, (laughs) You told me no dead air. Um, (laughs) I am going to go with my namesake, Gary Caldwell. Is correct. 
Ah, uh, oh, Christ. So he, he said Cannavaro, didn't you? Yeah. He was all bloody centre-half. Oh, I can't mind. Um, Fabio Grosso. Was a substitute. Oh, so enough. you got you got another shot. Who oh, was the fucking Italian forward at the time? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, they won the World Cup. Uh, God, right, Scotland again. Oh, um, Barry Ferguson. Correct. Uh, da, 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 da. Darren Fletcher. Wow. Fowler, Fowler absolutely destroys his opponent again. again. So the Scotland team that day, you're going to kick yourself when you remember who was in goals. It wasn't Rap Douglas. It was Rap Douglas. <laughs> 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 he, got, he got injured in the 39th minute, and Craig Gordon came on for him. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Jackie McNamara, Stephen Presley, you said David Weir, Gary Neesmith. Gary Caldwell, Paul Hartley, Barry Ferguson, Nigel Quasi. Oh, of course. Lee McCulloch and Kenny Miller. Subs that were the aforementioned Craig Gordon came on for uh, for Douglas. Neil McCann came on for Hartley. And Gary O'Connor came on the closing minutes for Kenny Miller. The unused subs were Russell Anderson, again. Uh, Stevie Crawford, in 2005. Uh, Andy Webster. And in 2005, Brian O'Neill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Italian team up was Buffon, uh, Benero, Cannavaro, Matarazzi, Chiellini, Camarnese, Pierlo, Cattuso, Totti, Ghilardino, and Cassano, their two subs, Daniel De Rossi and Luca Toni. Uh, subs not used were Roma, Zaccardo, Grosso, Blasi and Esposito. I'd gone so far as a lot that you do quite well on that, Gary, that I even had a tiebreaker. We'll see if you want, like, do you know which country the referee was from? No. Do you want to guess? Austria. Czech Republic. It was Greece. So I'd have given that to Gary. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> what a fucking rubbish tiebreaker. <laughs> Their GDPs are similar, isn't it? <laughs> no, it was geogra- geographic. Yeah, geographic. Czech yeah. Republic's closer. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Fowler wins two and a half to nil. Gary, up your game. You were only slightly better than Tony. I'll take that. <laughs> You've got a few years on me. Oh, well, I, was, I, mean, I, I genuinely tried to find out like, what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not exactly 15, though, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, was for, I, I was looking for... I thought I was yeah. like, you're a Dundee fan and a Hearts fan. I was like, maybe you should do one on each side in terms of uh, when you Should have a Dundee Hearts game from... Yeah, I know, but uh, again, because Dundee are allergic to good times, it's quite difficult to make some that would be remembered by both of you. So. I hope you're relegated, honestly. <laughs> right, uh, let's uh, continue this Scotland theme that we've kind of stumbled upon on transfer day. No, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't stumble upon. Uh, okay, the Duncan's done, done well to put together. Yes, yeah, I like his team. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to the 41st most memorable Scotland match of all time, and that is Bulgaria 1, Scotland 5. From the 11th of May 2006, otherwise known as a match in the Curran Cup. The only trophy Scotland have won in recent times and will win again. <laughs> yeah, never know. Our first, our first trophy since what? Probably the, the whole Stan- nation's the, yeah, the, Stan- <laughs> the Stanley Rouse Cup in 1989. <laughs> yep, I would say so. Right, uh, so number one 
at this time in the UK charts was oh. Crazy by Narles Barkley. Oh. I checked that as well. Which spent nine weeks at number one. This must have been about the time that Radio 1's One Big Weekend was in Dundee. That's coming back this year. Because oh. he before I saw him perform so Crazy at... Curran Cup this year. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> I'm sure Japan, Japan's actually changed the format of it, which I'm sure we can come on to later. Oh, um, no, I didn't know that, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that chat. Yeah. It's uh, not going to be much more than that. They've changed the format of it, Craig. <laughs> you said we're going to come on to it later. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to repeat it later. Um, we're, the last Euro- we're the last sole European winners yes, of the um, Cup. There was a tournament, I think it was in 2011, when the three teams were Japan, Peru and the Czech Republic, and each game was nil-nil. So, <laughs> so, they had to tie the so they tied the trophy and shortly after that they seemed to change it to basically Japan so it's no longer round robin so you wouldn't have had Bulgaria won Scotland 5 you would have just had Japan playing Bulgaria and Japan playing Scotland so right. it's not really a, it doesn't seem to be a tournament anymore it seems to, I think they call it a challenge cup right, okay. so it's going to be sponsored by whatever the Japanese version of Tunnocks is pretty soon and uh, just to go with the pop culture references number one at US, US box office was do you know Duncan? Nope. It is Mission Impossible 3. I've I think I've seen that film. Everybody here seen it? I've seen Mission Impossible 2 with Dupree Scott. Yeah, it's rubbish. I think I might have... gave up on Mission Impossible. (laughs) Apparently they've gotten better. Is that the one that's called Ghost Protocol or something? No, no No. idea. Because it's like Fast and Furious. After you get past the first few, they then just start adding these nonsensical titles. I've not seen any Fast and Furious. Fast 5 is the best one. Is it? We're unbeaten against Bulgaria. Oh really? We still remain unbeaten. That was our sixth time we've played them. We've not played them since, uh, and we've got three wins and three draws. There was a famous game between Scotland and Bulgaria, which I'm pretty certain didn't make our list. So I think I can talk about it. Uh, where Gary Mackay scored to send Ireland. It was a dead rubber game for Scotland, but Bulgaria had the chance to qualify ahead of Ireland. But Scotland won one 0 Gary Mackay scored the only goal of the game, and it meant that Ireland went to Euro eight eight. It was a Euro eight eight. That's probably. Um. This has a pretty distinct feature, which is there were two debutants for Scotland. And they both scored. And they both scored. They didn't just both score, Craig. They both scored twice. Twice, of course. Um, so it was uh, two gents who came up, or one of them came up earlier, Chris Burke. Yep. Still playing his trade for Kilmarnock. And Chris Boyd. Yes. Playing his trade for Sky. Chris says. Boyd. Being, uh, being an arsehole for money. <laughs> <laughs> Having arsehole opinions for money. No, he's a good pundit. It's um, it's quite impressive. Chris Boyd is really, you know, there's a really kind of ugly duckling thing in his life, isn't there? He's really kind of blossomed into a swan. Looking back at these old photos of him, old yeah. images, I should I say. Was, I was telling Gary on the way over here that um, I'm not going to say this was... I'm directly responsible for how well Chris Boyd did that season, but the previous summer I was in Cavos and we met his, some of his friends, so I spoke to him on the phone drunkenly one night and... Then you see the season that happens to him. So, um, yeah, great. Me, responsible. <laughs> I think one of the, uh, I say one of the great what-ifs, it's maybe one of the mediocre what-ifs, is what if Chris Boyce had not fallen out with uh, George Burley? Because he actually only picked up 18 caps for Scotland. Yeah. But he scored seven goals, which is a pretty decent return. Um, and if you look back, I mean, obviously there was Chris Boyd. Um, much I don't, later I don't on, know if it is, I don't know if it is that much of a what if because Chris, when Chris Boyd played club football for Rangers, he, ne- he never really played the old farm games or the games in Europe because he was his skill was finishing off the chances that he was going to get because Rangers were going to were going to be on top of the other team. How many times did Scotland play somebody where that's the case? 
Bulgaria. Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the big current cup matches. Yeah. I don't think he would have like big tournaments. He he did it in no, the big I don't. Tournament. Like, I don't think he, he would not have had the. I don't think it was uh, this that falling out with Burley was the. No, the I end mean, he might have lost them five to ten caps, but I don't think we're saying like oh. I don't think we're sitting here now thinking Chris Boyd what a great international strike. Well, at that time Kenny Miller was still playing because Kenny still Miller was still playing, playing but Fadden was making his assist because yeah. Miller worked bloody hard yeah. up front chasing the line. And yeah, McFadden was a better player yeah. outside the box. Mm-hmm. And that was the that was Boyd's prop. Boyd actually turned into a not bad kind of player in that kind of season he had with Kelly, where he was basically the only game plan was give the ball to Boyd. Yeah, but at that stage, his career no, he was not. He was just a penalty box player. So I disagree with you. I don't think it's a what if. Well, technically, it is still a what if. <laughs> you just think the what if is eh instead of. Uh. I forgot to read the team. Team uh, was Alexander and Goals. Uh, back four of Graham Murty, who looked like he had a pretty decent game. Uh, David Weir, Russell Anderson, Gary Naismith. Midfield, I think it was a sitting two of Gary Caldwell and Scott Severin. Uh, right midfield was Gary Teal. Uh, Darren Fletcher, and on the left was Lee McCulloch, and up front was Boyd. The subs that were used were McFadden, Gavin Ray, Buck. Ian Murray, who misses a great chance at the end, makes a complete tit of it, but uh, Burke tucks it away anyway. And uh, David McNamee. Yeah. And the subs not used were Rendon Smith, and I forget who the Smith is. Who's Smith? I don't know. Old Smith. Good old, good old Smitty. Always there for Scott. I can get a, a list of that. I'm going to say. Stephen Caldwell. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Miller. And Ian Turner. No, it wasn't Kenny Miller, sorry, it was Lee Miller and Ian Turner. Uh, who the fuck's... Oh, it's Stevie Smith. No loss. Uh, there was no Hearts <laughs> players on the team because they were playing against Gretton in the Scottish Cup final a couple of days later. So there was no Gordon, Webster, Presley or Hartley who were all in Scotland squad at the time. Uh, and Robin Nielsen might have even been included as well because he got his one call-up, I think, later in the year. Um, anything to say about the game itself? Uh, I really didn't like that Theodora era Scotland. It's difficult because it's essentially a friendly, you know, <laughs> in a neutral territory. But because it's got the Kieran Cup, like it, it then gets some cachet. Yes. But it's not a game to get seriously worked up about. Like considering some of the things, I'm not saying, not blaming the people who voted for this, but I kind of am blaming the people that I voted for this. I think it also like, helps what it led on to. So Scotland had... It was a platform, yeah. Yeah, Scotland had a, a decent enough ending to the previous group. Well, I think we played that game against Italy we just talked about and there was a bit of hope that things would be better but then we were handed this really tough group. We were also had two friendlies leading up to this and I think it was March time. Those were a one-all draw with the United States and a three-one home defeat by Switzerland. Mm. So it wasn't like okay, we're ready to now take on the world here. Uh, but then the Kieran Cup, they beat Bulgaria five-one. The draw against Japan. Japan were obviously hosting it, so that was made that game a little bit harder. Japan were also playing at the World Cup that summer, and that gives them, I mean, confidence. Yeah, a wee bit of confidence yeah. booster. I, I know there was a lot of players missing, but there was still a lot of players around that squad. Then they start off the campaign 6 0 against Pharaohs, 2 1 away at Lithuania, and then they kind of got on a roll for there. So I, it, uh, it, it yeah. was a, it maybe it was a help, and that's maybe why people can remember it so well. I don't know if it would have cracked the top 50 if we'd then just had another horrible campaign. Yeah, I think there's also an element that it, um, people remember it because it was quite odd in the sense it was a Thursday morning kickoff yeah. and stuff like that. Because I remember being at uni and it was kind of a bit of novelty of being able to watch the game at like. 
half nine in the morning. There was some weird numbering going on. Did you notice Yeah, this? Chris uh, McFadden was five. McFadden was five. Russell Anderson was 11. Scott Severin wore nine. And Lee Miller, our new sub, wore four. Weird. Just weird. The Steve Davis if, you, if, you, if this had happened now, you'd have been able to get a page out of it. Like, <laughs> why were Scotland wearing such <laughs> Five reasons why. Yeah. Um, has anybody got any research on it? Because I've got research on one player. The only bit of research I can give you, and I say it's research, it's just what I know, is um, Gavin Ray, who came on as a substitute. I think that was one of his first appearances for Scotland in a while. He had a wee bit of a, not a hiatus as such, but he just wasn't getting picked. Um, but he is the second last player to be capped for Scotland while playing for Dundee. The one in between being uh, Lee Wilkie. Ah. Him and his black heart and soul. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, I've left out something I was going to say. David Weir, this, uh, he was captain for these two matches as a photo of him hoisting the trophy. It was one. It was two of only four occasions where David Weir was captain of Scotland. Oh, we thought it'd be more than that. Uh, Ian Murray still has Karen Cup winner on his Twitter profile. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> of course, your medal's done. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, well, fair play. <laughs> He's not tweeted in like two years, but uh, it's like, yeah. Right, the, the player I've got research on is Ian Turner. Now, hands up. If you had, if, if I'd said to you Ian Turner before the start of the show, I would have thought he was the brother of the Arctic Monkeys frontman. So. <laughs> Hull City, that's coming to my mind, but that, that, uh, that. I don't have a list of all these clubs uh, at hand. It might have been on loan there. But or maybe I'm thinking of a Turner that one boy played for Hull City. Is like possibly. So Ian Turner was a goalkeeper signed by Everton from Stirling Albion, straight from Stirling mm. Albion. Uh, he said that an interview made it his ambition to be Everton's number one and Scotland's number one. He got close for third day signed to a Premier League club straight from the Scottish fourth tier, I think, at the time. Or at least the third tier. Um, but didn't quite make it. Got his chance. Got his chance in the 2005-2006 season, uh, which was obviously the season before the Kern Cup game. Uh, he made his debut after Richard Wright, this was the best part of the research, made his debut after Richard Wright badly injured his ankle while warming up and falling awkwardly on a sign placed inside the goal that read, Not in use. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Turner played in that game it was an FA Cup replay against Chelsea but they lost for one he didn't make any mistakes so he kept his place for the following game against Blackburn but he was set off in eight minutes for handling the ball outside the box uh, so Everton then brought in another goalkeeper um, to I think it may have been Sander Westerveld or, um, mm-hmm. from memory he was then sent out he'd done a couple of loans already he was sent on another loan but he, he kind of rebounded he was very impressive at Sheffield Wednesday he played 11 games for the Owls and they were undefeated in that time and uh, Wednesday were in the championship so the future still looked bright for him came back the following season sort of later on that season he was given another chance by Everton in what would prove to be his last match uh, Everton were 2 nothing up on Manchester United in the second half uh, when Turner inexplicably Across, nobody anywhere near him, like a corner in the box. Like, not, there's not a player within three yards either side, it, it, all around him. Perfect diameter going on, and he just drops it oh. uh, right at the feet of John O'Shea. Man United get the momentum, come back to win 4 2. And uh, I still think he might have had a. Because after that, he, he had another couple of loan spills, and he had a very good loan spill at Preston while his Everton contract was running out. Preston signed him permanently, they dropped into League one but they they'd done a decent job so they wanted him in uh, and then he just injuries kept piling up so in total he only played 120 times in his entire career and he retired uh, I think the summer before last and this last summer 
he was hired as a goalkeeping coach with Tranmere, which is one of the clubs he spent alone with. Just another couple of things to say in that Man United Everton game. Uh, it features Alan Stubbs scoring a 30 yard free kick. I vaguely remember that. No, it was deflected, yeah. but still, weird. And uh, Manuel Fernandez netting an absolute fucker to put Everton 2 <laughs> up. And it was also the game, I think, with the controversy with Wayne Rooney because he kissed the Man United badge. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And uh, Phil Neville scored an OG, which is funny, but not as funny as uh, figuring out. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes to the fourth goal as a guy comes in for the left, curls in a great shot into the far corner, and then he runs over. And I was like, couldn't recognise him. And then all the Man United players go, it's taken a while, like, try to see the back of his shirt in a YouTube video. And it was Chris Eagles, former <laughs> Ross County legend. <laughs> <laughs> Something he definitely didn't do for Ross County. So there you go, that's the career of Ian Turner. He could have well have been Scotland's number one, given the numbering that was going on in that game. David McNamee's now in the Navy. Is he? Yeah. There was, this was something that me and Duncan both discovered, is that there was actually a, where are they now, article for this game, written in 2016. Off, on the Scotsman website. Was it written by me? No. No. Okay. If it was you, you better believe I'd be bringing it up. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely forget it. You do know you've done this before. (laughs) It was funny, there was another one. It was, I was trying to find out, I was trying to find out articles in the Kirin Cup in Scotland. And it was an article like Scotland are unofficial champions or something. It was was by Joel Skid. Because this wasn't actually Scotland's first appearance at the Kirin Cup. They did play in... And not the last either. They played again under Burley, I think. Did they? Because they played in 1995 under Craig Brown. Right. Um, and there is also an article on the Scotsman website, again, about the 1995 team. Oh, missed that. Which is filled with people that you would have to search your brain long and hard to think of. There we go. We're just bursting with killing cup knowledge. Yeah. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, be sure to listen to us more. We're going to do a what to watch. We'll look forward to the weekend fixtures. So check out that on the Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash terrace podcast. Uh, there's only for the £5, it's a $5 Patreon listeners. There's only been one that's gone up so far this week. That's because I am hoping uh, to do a couple of scouting reports if uh, some... Uh, unheard of foreign guys get signed in the last day of the transfer window which fingers crossed that will happen because that's always fun uh, and I will be doing them Friday night or Saturday morning getting them up as soon as possible season review went up which was a shock that to, when I started listening I was like well yeah me, Gary and Sean did this yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I forgot that went up this week oh so we've had two this week yeah, yeah. so we've also mm-hmm. had the first mailbag went up on yeah. Tuesday morning as well so mm. yeah and there's loads of content we've done, we've done lots of best 11s of the decade worst 11s there's still more to come as well we've got about 6 more in the in the bank the Wraith uh, Rover is good and bad is very worth listening yeah. to Sean and, yes. Sean and Andy Sean and Andy on both rare form uh, and yeah if you want to get in touch with us tweet us at Terrace Podcast you can also send us an email terracepodcast at gmail.com and yeah I think that's everything Duncan, say goodbye. Goodbye. Gary. Cheerio. And for me, Craig Fowler, hope you enjoy your football. I actually forgot that for a second. I had to back my brain. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.